0: Montlick & Associates presents WSB In-Depth. Robert Niles is editor of Theme Park Insider. I asked him what is behind, really, the big theme park merger announced yesterday. Six Flags and Cedar Fair.
1: Well, I think uh, both of these companies have been falling farther behind the industry leaders who are Disney and Universal uh, since the pandemic. And SeaWorld has shown that it's really coming after their core audience by trying to get more into roller coasters over the past couple of years. So uh, both companies really needed to find something to shake things up and get them back on a forward track.
0: And what would that mean in practice over the next few years? Anything that we would notice? Yeah.
1: That's the thing that we don't know at this point. The announcement was very much about uh, the financials involved and what they expect to be earning as a combined company who's getting what shares, board seats, all that sort of thing. What they haven't told us is... How park operations might change. Are the Cedar Fair parks going to be called Six Flags now? We know the company will be called Six Flags, uh, but will there be any operational changes other than the fact that uh, the Six Flags parks can use Peanuts characters now, and the Cedar Fair parks can use DC and Looney Tunes?
0: You're an aficionado as well as an analyst, so it sounds like you approve of this as a business deal It's Sensible. As a park goer and a longtime fan, do you have trepidations or no?
1: I think a lot of fans are comforted by the fact that the Cedar Fair CEO is going to be the person running this new combined company and that uh, Six Flags management won't be calling the shop because a lot of people have been down on Six Flags management recently.
0: What's the rap on the Six Flags execs, poor business management or bad strategic decisions? Or Six Flags
1: decided they wanted to go up market. They decided they wanted to end a lot of the discounting that they had in an effort to try and uh, boost guest spending trouble is you can't really end discounting if you're not adding premium new experiences for people to have uh you kind of have to add the new stuff first and then you can charge more for it and they got that backwards they were trying to charge more in the hopes that they would raise money to be able to afford nice new stuff and the market didn't like that
0: let me play grumpy old man here for a second part of the part of the press announcement said that nothing would change for the guest experience Anybody who's ever been through a corporate merger knows that ain't going to be so, right? Even if they mean it now, in five or 10 years, of course, there are going to be changes. And of course, it's going to be more uh, homogenous. Talk to me maybe five years down the road. What do you think any of this will look like?
1: Well, the guest experience has to change because if it doesn't change, they're going to fall farther and farther behind Disney and Universal. This new company, this new Six Flags has got to do better than Six Flags and Cedar Fair have done in the past. They've got to deliver more value, better experiences, better food, better customer service than they've done before. Now, hopefully, this merger will give them the opportunity to do that. But at this point, I think they're saying nothing's going to change because they haven't decided how it's going to change yet. But the change will have to come.
0: Robert says, of course, even this merge company will never, ever be a serious competitor to Disney, say. The idea is to compete instead more with the SeaWorlds of the theme park world or Universal. Remember, we post all of our in-depth interviews online at wsbradio.com after the show. Go to that homepage, scroll down a bit, look for the AMN in-depth section there.